My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hello, everybody. I am Swati from San Francisco, California. Um, I'm the mother of uh, Siri, our daughter, and this is my husband. Hi, I'm Yuli. We have three children, uh, Siri, Vamsi, and Kiran. Uh, our, our daughter is the oldest one. Uh, she was diagnosed as autistic when she was three years old. I host a radio show every Monday at uh, 3 p.m., uh, Pacific Standard Time on uh, uh, TeluguOneRadio.com. Uh, Telugu is a South Indian language, and it's uh, internet-based, and the um, the show goes wherever the internet is um, because it's internet-based. Well, anyway, um, uh, we um, Siri was born, and it was. Uh, uh, difficult to understand her and uh, she would cry constantly and my husband um, uh, he's an ER physician which means he works uh, long odd hours and each day is so different and me being very um, very shy and very quiet person it was very difficult to manage with her and I wouldn't know who to ask um, why I was uh, so uncomfortable and it was so difficult to bond with her. And uh, so we took her to the pediatrician. So we took her, took her to pediatrician because the preschool told us that um, she was being very quiet and she's playing by herself or else she's taking a pillow and she's sleeping in the corner. So we took her to the pediatrician and uh, the pediatrician said she's only two and a half years old, so come back when she's three. So we took her back when she was three years old. Um, actually, her birthday is September 30th and my husband's birthday is October uh, um, 4th. And uh, we always used to take the 4th off because we would go to San Francisco downtown where uh, my daughter used to enjoy um enjoyed going in the pier. So we had the uh, appointment, pediatrician appointment, and after that we were planning to go out for the day. So we went to the pediatrician and uh, they said that um, she's autistic. And uh, I, I believe that she said just that word. And I thought, yeah, whatever. Uh, it didn't uh, bother me because she said, yeah, that is how it is or something like that. It did not uh, give any uh, effect on me. But then when I saw my husband, he's become very quiet and very withdrawn. And that really worried me because um, 
uh, I didn't understand why he was so sad that they diagnosed her as that. And later on, I came to know uh, what it actually is. Um, actually, I had to ask my husband how you spell autism because that was the first time I heard the the word. So she was uh, three years old, exactly three years and uh, two days um, when they when she got diagnosed. And I didn't know what to do, but uh, I heard somebody say that ABA really works. Uh, so we had uh, uh, ABA company, um, uh, uh, which just started in San Francisco at that time. So we went and talked to them and we got her evaluated. And we did 40 hours per week of ABA. And uh, the when we, start, when we started doing that, she um, showed an immediate... Um, response. Uh, she was able to uh, respond to her name and we could understand a little bit more and her uh, hyperactivity came down. Uh, she was sleeping well. Um, so we were very happy. And then we planned for our second kid, um, who is very typical and uh, very um, outgoing. And uh, he was uh, pretty normal. So we thought that um, the second kid wanted to interact with, with our daughter um, and uh, she would always ignore him. Then we thought that we should have another kid because um, we already found out that ABA was uh, actually uh, helping my daughter. And then we had a third one and that's how uh, we ended up being parents of three children. Um, so she went to uh, through the school system from age, uh, whatever, three years through um, five to 22. Um, we tapered off ABA at age 11. And then uh, uh, when she started going to school in teenagers, it was very difficult. I would drop her off and then come back and wait at home because uh, they would call me to come pick her up. Um, she used to have behaviors. Um, so I would go drop her off and then sit by the phone, um, uh, just being scared because uh, I know that they would call me. Um, there is no school that I would think that, okay, I, I dropped her off, I can do something else on my own because every day was very unpredictable. Um, so that's how she went through her whole school system. And then at the end of her, around 18, 19 years old, we found a school um, close by and they were actually teaching her better and they were giving her um, choices and all that. So she started responding in a different way. And after the school system, she was at home because uh, she is very minimal in, uh, in communication skills, uh, minimal and unreliable. So when she was 22, um, we didn't know what to do uh, with her. Uh, because um, there was nothing else. Day programs, we, the ones that we found, was not having a lot of uh, activities going on. They would just make her sit, make the uh, individual sit down and give a coloring paper. Very basic, minimum, minimum thing. And before that, uh, I want to mention that her behaviors were, were so uh, so difficult. They used to trans. Uh, the school used to transport her uh, in a taxi every day. And even that used to be very rough. Um, so 
22 was done and she was at home. We didn't know what to do with her. And at the same time, my middle child, Bamsi, he went into army. So when he uh, signed up for army, um, I was very uh, uh, sad because we never had him out of the house. And then my daughter was home and my son was not uh, at home. So uh, it was difficult for me. But then at the same time, I used to be very um, careful to make sure that um, uh, my daughter doesn't notice that I'm sad. Uh, she is very, uh, she can actually, uh, uh, she gets affected uh, through our moods, especially mine. So I would uh, behave like I'm very happy all the time. And uh, um, on Facebook, I, I saw that uh, soldiers, um, I, like I said, my, my son Vamsi went into army. They said that they were looking for care packages. Uh, I didn't know what care packages were. So when I asked the parents, said it's a simple to toiletary things that you uh, put in a box and, and send it to the army base. So they gave us a bunch of uh, um, addresses with their names on it. So I knew what to, uh, what to buy and uh, put in the box. So I told my daughter to pick a paper and a pen. Um, and I told her um, to write what I was going to tell her, toothbrush and toothpaste and things like that. So she was writing each item and she looked at me like, um, oh, now I know what you want me to do. Um, until then, we had a kind of a disconnect. Um, she would always be repelled by my presence. Any room I would walk into, she would just get up and go. Uh, she would be there only when there is meal, um, whenever I would serve her food, but uh, that's it, not, nothing more than that. And uh, at that time, she would always say, uh, no, mommy, only daddy. Um, so I thought maybe it's something to do with autism. And uh, of course, moms, you know how we feel, right? If our kids uh, don't like to uh, have us around, but then the, the second I started telling her, this is what we are going to buy. And then on the other side of the paper, I told her to write the store names that we were going to uh, go to get these uh, items. And um, she was very happy. Her, the look in her eyes communicated a lot to me. Um, like she understood what I was trying to do with her. So we took the, uh, the, um, the list, went to the store. She knew exactly where the items were. Even though I, we never bought those things, she knew where those items were in the store. We brought them home and then um, we uh, went to the post office, got the box and made the boxes and sent them away. And the soldiers used to, um, and we um, included a thank you card in that. And uh, Siri's um, handwriting is so good that um, um, I would tell her to write and um, I made her write a Bible verse, Jeremiah 22, uh, 29, 11. In the verse, it says that God has a great plan for each one of us. And the plan is not to harm us, but to bless, bless us and give us a good life. So I would have her write the Bible verse on one side. And on the other side, I would write to the soldiers saying that my son is with them, training with them. And this box is put together by my daughter who has autism. So I would write to them and then they would write back saying that, oh, thank you for this box and things like that. 
Um, so I would read those letters to her, uh, thinking that she, hoping that she would understand what uh, the soldiers were saying. And then once they graduated, the connection we had with them was gone. Uh, during that time, so uh, once the connection was gone, we didn't have any more work to do. Um, every morning she would uh, sit at the dining table waiting to see what I wanted her to do, you know, next. Actually, we connected in such a way that uh, when you have a favorite aunt, how we uh, look forward to spending time with them. That's how uh, she used to look forward for me. So then I thought she loves jewelry, which which girl doesn't love love jewelry? She loves uh, uh, beads and, uh, you know, uh, bright colored beads. So I took her to the bead store. I got her um, a lot of beads and uh, we, we came home and anything I tell her, she does very quickly. So I need to be two, two steps ahead um, to see what else I want her to do. And uh, she started, I told her to break the strings. She broke the strings and I didn't know what else to do. And I asked her to separate them by color, shapes and um, sizes and all that. And then I had her count. I was just making her do things that just to keep her busy, but I didn't know what else I wanted her to do next. Then I thought maybe I should uh, teach her how to make jewelry, uh, which I did not know how to. So I went to the YouTube. I saw how to make uh, simple earrings, um, got a pin and put the beads in and made a loop. Um, I got one plier and I got one for her. And her loop was perfect compared to me and mine. So um, she started making earrings. And um, we, at, at once, she used to make a lot. Um, and we started giving away to our friends and family. And then uh, they would start giving her money. And we would say, no, it's just hobby that she's doing. And uh, then my husband said, why don't we just start a business on her name? And we started a business. and. Um, um, Fox News uh, television, they picked up the story. And then uh, um, after they picked up and they put her story on, then other uh, television stations picked up the story. And then she was on cover of many magazines. Um, as I was teaching her, her, her um, behavior was calming down in such a way that it was very easy. It was getting very easy to manage with her. So now that she she's grown up, we we uh, bought a place for her to transition because our um, our uh, plan is to see her um, thriving and happy, but away from us, so that we know that once we are gone, uh, she would still uh, have a um, you know happy and comfortable life. Um, so the pandemic came. Twenty nineteen, she was supposed to transition to the ranch and. Uh, the pandemic came and uh, we didn't. Um, we were at home and I started teaching her more uh, stitching and she started making um, uh, masks. She made 150 masks and we donated that to a church in Los Angeles. And um, so while uh, while the time was going on, I came to know that uh, there is something called spelling to communicate. Um, so we wanted to try that and. Um, we thought that maybe it won't work uh, because um, she has some speech. It's not like she's completely nonverbal, but still we tried. Um, Don Mary from uh, San Diego came here to San Francisco and she did an evaluation. The evaluation was, uh, she was reading a story about um, Ben Franklin, 
about electricity. So I was going to stop her to tell her that don't read her such a elaborated and uh, and big stories. I, wa I wanted to tell Don Mary to read either about uh, Sesame Street or, or Barney or something that she can actually relate to. But I didn't stop her because she was recording the session, the first session. And then she asked uh, Siri, my daughter, a question. And then after she asked, she put a, a board, a letter board in front of her and uh, and gave her a, a pencil. So with that pencil, Siri started punching the board. And I had goosebumps. My husband was there and I was in tears because she was asking which year was that? So what happened and who did he go out with? Which place was that? And I was so surprised that she knew all the places. She understood the numbers and she remembered which year uh, done the, the story was on. And uh, that's when we recognized that she has a brain that can actually uh, communicate. And then we need to put a board for her to uh, communicate. And um, later on, she told us her desire to go to school. She wants to study to be a neuroscientist. And uh, we started her off in college. Um, it all feels like a dream because uh, all along we were thinking who will take care of her once we are gone. And now um, she speaks volumes, uh, of course, with the help of the board. And um, her main her interest is to speak. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, we are very happy where we are now. Uh, from the day she got diagnosed, she's much happier. She's very um, she is very confident, and uh, I do a lot of awareness about autism. I want other people to know that not to uh, stop trying. Keep trying with your kids. Don't do anything drastic. Um, we used to give her um, uh, anxiety medicine when she was 22, after she was done with the college, with her school, special ed school. But later on, we tapered it because she didn't need it those anymore. So right now, she's not on medications or anything. And we made um, a movie of her uh, life. Um, it's uh, My name is Siri. Um, so uh, we will show the first uh, clip we have. It's a trailer about her movie, 24 Minutes. And um, it has our uh, sons also. Um, she does a lot of things. She does exercise. She does boxing. I'm always looking for the next opportunity. Everything that you hope for, all the dreams that you built are destroyed. I see too many young people today where autism or some other disability is becoming their total identity. There's sometimes a tendency to underestimate the ability of a person. I would definitely characterize Siri as very ambitious and very determined and with such a supportive family who are willing to move any obstacle in her way, I have no doubt that she's going to achieve all the goals that she has for communication and beyond. You want one word to describe yourself. And... Ready Oh, Rebel. Who is the strongest girl in this whole world? Sammy, Sammy. Yes, yes. Yes. So that's the trailer of the movie. Uh, it was on different uh, 
many uh, film festivals and it's going to be on PBS uh, San Francisco on May 1st and on Mother's Day. And I let my husband continue. Thank you, Swati. Thank you for uh, having me here on this uh, podcast. And uh, thanks to uh, Shannon and Autism Live uh, team. Thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate what you do for the community. And um, this is a great pleasure and also a privilege uh, to be able to come speak here um, as a guest. Um, and thanks to Swati for all the efforts that she does, especially the uh, Autism Awareness Radio Show. It has been running for several years um, on the internet. And uh, we are happy to share Siri's story um, with all of the audience and uh, with all the parents. And there are several reasons for that is uh, because uh, Siri has a very unique and uh, interesting story uh, about how she uh, grew up and how she developed and how she changed over time. Um, you know, each, each uh, child with autism is different. So that, that is, that's one of the reasons why they call it the spectrum, right? Autism, uh, autism spectrum. Uh, and so e your child may be, uh, you know, those are the parents that are, that are on this podcast and who may be uh, listening to this podcast. Um, I want you to know that each child is different. So your child may be very different from what we describe our child to be. And your experiences may be very different uh, from what our child's experiences were. But um, there are a few um, general things that we have learned as parents. And also, uh, you know, myself being a physician and a, and a researcher, I try to understand the, the problem. I try to uh, explore what are the options and what seems to be working, what doesn't seem to be working um, in Siri's life. So in a way, Siri's life has become an experiment uh, where we are trying to figure out things and learn from what she's doing and, and what, what, is, what she's capable of. So the first thing we realized from Siri's life is that um, ABA seemed to help. Um, obviously at that time, you know, this was uh, 25 years ago, there was not much available as far as treatment is concerned. Um, ABA was the first um, treatment that had some evidence behind it. And so we, we went ahead full steam with it, several hours, um, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours a week. Um, it, it is pretty taxing and, then, and also it is very uh, time consuming. Uh, not only on the child, of course, I was going through it, but uh, for the parents and, and, and the therapists that go through this also. So that was the first thing that we noticed. Um, <clears throat> so as we, as Siri grew up, you know, we knew that, you know, she's capable of doing things physically, you know, because, you know, we, we did, we allowed her to learn everything, you know, riding a bike, skateboarding or, or riding a scooter uh, swimming uh, and, and all those physical activities she was she was very good at. Um, she was also good at you know fine motor activity, but we did not realize that uh, 
this activity will help her someday to be able to communicate. So, um, so my next uh, uh, advice and recommendations for parents is that do not underestimate the physical activity side of things. Um, so make sure that you know, your child is engaged in, in some type of physical activity. Um, the third thing is that, you know, being engaged um, in your child's life, you know, whether it is the therapist, whether it is the activities, whether it is a hobby or something where, a pair, you know, we were lucky enough to, to be able to um, have one parent available that was Swati, you know, obviously it fell on her um, to be able to be available uh, to be engaged and and uh, and uh, get that interaction, social interaction, because it is very hard for them to interact with uh, you know, typical or peers. So those are the three uh, pieces of advice that I wanted to uh, uh, give. Now, as um, so, Swati was talking about how you know she became very anxious uh, after her school. Um, ended at, at age 22, um, that, that was a very difficult period for us also because there was no program that was uh, ideal for her. Uh, there was no program where, um, you know, Siri is, you know, minimally verbal, and but she's very capable physically. Um, so we were looking for a program where, you know, they would push her capabilities, um, but, they, you know, most of the programs were, were serving the lower functioning uh, kids. So it was hard for us to, she was right in the middle. Um, so she was much, uh, uh, she was very good physically, um, but she did not have language. So that was a big challenge. So one of the things that we noticed was that <clears throat> when, um, you know, when we realized that she was getting anxious, staying at home, and she was uh, putting on weight. Um, we got worried about it, and then we started her in an exercise program. And the exercise program was a pretty intense uh, program. Um, the, the the group is called Puzzle Piece Athletics that helped her, trained her, um, you know, two three times a week, where she would go and um, she would go through this intense uh, physical exercise program. And um, typically, it is uh, circuit training, weightlifting, boxing, and so uh, aerobic exercise. And so pretty intense, I would say. You know, she would start sweating in a few minutes. Um, and we would worry about, at least I would worry about, <laughs> uh, you know, is she able to do that? Uh, because are we pushing her too hard? Um, but uh, the, the coach uh, was very uh, encouraging of her. And, um, and and he said that Siri is capable of a lot more than what she's actually showing. And so when, when I saw that, you know, that she's capable of doing this exercise and being able to benefit from it, so we saw a, a big difference in her uh, within a month or two where she, where she started losing weight um, and also uh, her anxiety started coming down um, with exercise. And then that had a very beneficial effect on her uh, being able to participate, you know, we being able to take her out, 
um, and, and a lot of those uh, abnormal behaviors were um, were decreasing. And then she lost about 30 pounds. And then we realized that, wow, you know, the exercise part is so important. And um, as far as, um, you know, and then we were, as we were observing this, you know, I was, you know, in, in the uh, healthcare technology field, I, I'm an emergency physician. Uh, I design uh, technology tools um, for, for doctors and patients. And so I was th- looking for an opportunity where I could um, help create something for people with autism where they can be engaged, uh, not only mentally, but also be physically active. And um, that's how, you know, we came up with the solution. Um, uh, um, I wanted... I wanted uh, Casey to uh, play the uh, the second video. Um, so we started uh, a company. Uh, let me give Casey instruction. It's the play number two video. Now, so um, we came up with uh, this uh, device uh, that you'll see in, in just a bit. The video of it. Okay, there it is. I'll, I'll describe uh, after the video plays. Um, so that is Siri on the machine. So uh, this machine, um, you know, as you can see, it is a. It looks like an exercise machine, um, like a recumbent bicycle. Um, but uh, what you're seeing is Siri uh, on the machine, but uh, she's also interacting with the video game. And uh, and as you can see, the machine uh, moves. Um, you, you can stop playing the video now. Thank you. Uh, so the machine uh, is a robotic machine, which means that the machine is able to move based on what is happening in the video game. So there are, so there are three components um, of the of the video, as, as uh, you may have noticed. One is the machine itself, which is the robotic machine where it, it looks like an exercise machine where she's pedaling with her legs and steering with her arms. The second piece um, in that system is the VR gla- glasses, you know, virtual reality goggles that she's wearing. And so she's able to see the game in, through her VR. So it, it is a very deeply immersive environment where she can see the forest, where she can see the path. And uh, whatever is happening in the video game, she's able to see it. So the third component is the video game itself, where, you know, there is a mental challenge where you have to follow this path and you have to drive the machine, right? To hit the rock. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you. You can stop the video now. Um, so, so um, what this system does is number one, you know, whatever she does on the machine, which is the exercise part, where she's driving the the vehicle. Um, whenever she pedals, the vehicle inside the video game also moves. You know, so she has full control of the vehicle inside the video game. And whatever happens in the video game, she's able to feel it. For example, she's able to feel the road. You know, when she hit a rock, she was able to feel the jolt in the machine and she can feel the wind uh, you know, going fast. And when she's going uphill or downhill, she's able to feel everything that is happening in the video game. And then whatever she's doing on the machine, she's able to see it inside the video game. So our hypothesis is that when you put people in a, in a situation like this, what we call a deeply immersive situation, and you provide them with a physical challenge and a mental challenge, that you're stimulating the brain to create new pathways, also called neuroplasticity. We think that that neuroplasticity will help Again, this is our hypothesis, and it will, we want to test it. And, and uh, currently, you know, we are planning to do uh, some clinical trials where people, um, real patients, will be able to try the machine out and then give us feedback. And this is happening in the first week of May in Salt Lake City, Utah. So if you are in Salt Lake City, Utah, please uh, contact us uh, to be able to try this machine. And so, um, when uh, so so the idea is when you put people in this environment, you are number one, helping them engage physically and mentally, which we think might help with their symptoms. Um, number one may help decrease the aggressive behaviors. Number two, it may help with the anxiety. Number three, it may help with uh, sleep, uh, improve sleep patterns. And number four, um, help improve focus. So we'll be testing uh, in, in the coming months and years um, to see how this machine can have a positive uh, impact on the symptoms of autism. Uh, and that's our hypothesis. Again, it may or may not work, but we have a very strong feeling that it will work. So um, the, the startup is called Serica Therapeutics. Um, S-I-R-I-C-A, Therapeutics. And, uh, you know, the website is sericatherapeutics.com. And uh, please follow us. Uh, um, you know, Swati is uh, on. What is your show um, address? We have a YouTube channel for Siri. Uh, so if you are curious about how does she do these activities, like boxing and, and she does horse riding, um, she can uh, skate, um, she can swim, she can do a lot of things that we actually started encouraging when she was very young. And we started training her to do a lot of things even when she was uh, like you know, six, seven years old, uh, teaching her how to um, help in the kitchen, how to do the laundry, how to do grocery shopping. Uh, now we have her make lists and stuff like that we should always always involve our children in everything we do even though we think that they don't understand they hear everything uh, now she tells us our daughter through the help of the board that she knows and remembers everything from her childhood 
and uh, she says how she was treated at school that nobody taught her anything uh, anything that she could learn and now we see her like a sponge because uh, anytime we take her to the sessions she wants to absorb a lot more than she can um, she does this um, a spelling to communicate at least three hours or more at a stretch and even after three hours she doesn't get up until until we tell her that she's done um, the way to know more about siri is on youtube she is designs by siri slash my name is siri uh, so if you are interested please follow her uh, again the youtube channel is designs by siri uh, slash my name is siri uh, she has her own uh, online store again it's a designs by siri.com um, I do artism awareness show. Um, it's in Telugu. Um, it's on Telugu1radio.com, uh, where I talk about basic things, what artism is all about. And a lot of people from India, they listen to the program because uh, there isn't too much uh, awareness about it in India. And so I, that's what I do. And then I, I take care of my daughters. Yeah, feel free to uh, post questions in the message box. Uh, we'll be happy to answer if you have any questions. Um, so one of the key things we learned, um, you know, with Siri, you know, is that she was capable doing and thinking uh, like a regular person, like a normal person. And so one of the mistakes uh, that, you know, we may have done and, and other, I see other parents also uh, doing is that they underestimate the ability uh, of the person. So do not underestimate because these kids are, you know, able to think and do, even though you don't, they don't appear that they are listening to you. They, even though they are not paying attention, you, we know that they are absorbing everything from the environment. So make sure that uh, you uh, assume competence, right? You, are, you want to make sure that they know that you know that they are capable. Um, and be able to push, uh, you know, physically and also in, in mental activities and physical activities, you know, like a regular person. Um, that will come uh, very useful uh, later in life. Actually, we came to know, um, we am not, we actually, I thought that I know everything about my daughter. I know exactly what she thinks and, and what she wants, what she doesn't like. Like, I thought that I, I know actually 99% of what she is, but I was wrong. Um, recently, we, I came to know that there is a condition called uh, apraxia. And apraxia is, uh, I let him... Uh, <laughs> So, um, apraxia is where you're you're thinking of doing something, but the body will not listen to you, listen to your brain. You know, the brain is trying to send a message, whether it is an activity, whether it is speech, whether it is uh, any fine motor activity that you know that the person is not able to communicate with the body. Yeah, in a simple words, the way I understood is the disconnect in the body is if you ask the child to do something give me the phone they know that we are asking them to give the phone and they are capable of stretching their hand pick up the phone hold it and put it back put it on our hand but their body will not respond to them for us when we hear uh, um, any command our hand automatically goes to the phone and and picks it up and gives it to the people that wants the phone 
but with autism even though they know how to do it they want to do it and they do understand it their body doesn't always cooperate with them um the other day i was reading something on uh, on social media where the the boy was explaining uh, how difficult it is for him to do day-to-day activities uh, he was saying that his body is his enemy um his body does not listen to him and he does hurt his mom even though he doesn't want to and those are the things that really make me feel that there is so much that we don't know about about autism but then once we know what it is at least we will learn uh, to work around it yeah i mean if you look at the current numbers in the usa um there's autism is 1 in 36 uh children have autism which is a scary number they that and it keeps growing every year um so autism is a, a very a uh, tough uh, condition because we don't know a lot about it you know we don't know what causes it although we, we know that it is there is genetic influences and there's environmental influence but we cannot pinpoint exactly what and there's no biomarker there's no test where you can do get a blood test and get a diagnosis all right it is very complicated uh, because it is a spectrum uh, not only you know it is a challenge for the parents but also for the physicians and 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 the, and the psychologists um the other bigger challenge is that it is growing um uh very fast the numbers are increasing and nobody knows why um you know every year it is growing by about 10% the third challenge is that you know there's no one specific treatment or or drug where you can give and expect that it'll get better um so you know the whole field is open you know of course in aba works and there are several other methods that <clears throat> where you're engaged with the kid and are teaching you know those things work but there's no one prescribed method that will always work right each child is different so um the best thing is to keep engaged and let the child lead you but also teach them as if you would teach a regular person a regular child because they are capable of understanding even though they are not capable of speaking even though they are not appearing that they are understanding they are understanding they are able to get um, everything uh, that that they are seeing and learning so don't uh, short change you know if you are a young parent and, and 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 thinking okay what should i do with my child you know be um as open and as uh, interactive as possible and then teach them you know things like you would teach a regular child um and never give up because you know there is hope you know things do get better as they get older and as as you see uh, a lot of these interactions uh, turn into positive outcomes for them in the future and uh, as young parents um when we we want our kids to be healthy we'll do whatever it takes for them to be healthy and thrive but the diagnosis really hits us in such a way that we think that the whole world has come to an end but allow yourselves to go through that circle of uh, disappointment you know we go through anger we go through disappointment i don't know what the other uh, stages are but give yourself that 
permission to go through all that. We become bitter, we become sad, we become all that. But once we have gone through that, don't resist any of those things. Just, um, just let yourself go through the whole cycle. Once you're done with that, then you should know that you are the only one that can help your child. Nobody else can do it. Of course, we can find different therapies, but that is only until they do the therapy. It's not 24 by 7. And uh, understanding your child and uh, knowing that they are there, even though you feel that they don't understand anything, they don't have empathy, they don't love parents and all those things, that, that is how we kind of thought because uh, when there is no communication, how would you know that uh, she is like us? Um, now that we know that she is a lot like us, we talk to her as if she does understand. And whenever we take her to the sessions, that's where she, she responds. Uh, but that training we can, uh, even parents can learn. Uh, since we just started, it's, uh, it's not, we haven't become fluent yet, myself and my daughter. But she told me that she wants to study neuroscience, which I feel very uh, privileged that she told me. But uh, there is a lot that we, that we can do and, and to help the children. Once we know what it is and why they behave the way they behave and things like that. And one thing is that there is no quick fix. People say that you do this, you do that, we will cure autism in one year. Uh, I see a lot of, uh, lot of people and a lot of organizations um, claim that. It's a long process. It's a laborious thing. The child has to work and also uh, the parents. One thing I always tell on my radio show is you and your, your spouse have to be one team. It has a very huge impact on your marriage. Um, knowing that we should work as a team. Of course, sometimes you agree and you disagree and all those things. But one thing we should always keep in our mind is our focus is our child. And we need to provide them very loving and a stable environment which means arguing, fighting, and those things, we should be very, very, very minimal because they cannot come and ask us. We should always put ourselves in our child's uh, place. That's when we know how we want our environment to be. Uh, we make sure the television is not very loud. Uh, we don't watch the things that, uh, that might affect her in any negative way. And anywhere we go, we take her. We never leave her at home. And sometimes, you know, being an artistic uh, family, uh, people behave in a, in a different way. Uh, sometimes they mean it and sometimes they don't. Uh, many times they tell us uh, to come without our, our, our daughter. Even though she's not very, she's not very di disruptive, she does talk loudly, but we are very mindful of that. But what we do is we teach our children, the other typical kids that people don't, uh, people are not supposed to pick and choose who they want uh, to come to their events. So if we go, we go as a package. All five of us will go. Or if sometimes we do leave all three kids uh, at home. But uh, that is how we do the awareness also. Um, people saw, seen our daughter and uh, she is everywhere we go. We take her to movies. We go to India. Now that pandemic has come, we don't, uh, we don't travel often. But anywhere we go, she comes with us. And uh, one day we asked her, um, how do you like about traveling? And she said, it, she, on the boat, she said, it's excruciating. And I was so surprised because um, her language is so, so, um, 
what do you say very high well, well developed very well developed and i always have my dictionary open to see what those words mean um and right now we are really enjoying her company she is much calmer she wants to be with us she wants to watch tv with us um and she told us that she is more american than indian and um she is very appreciative of us and we didn't know all those things we didn't know that it really matters to her if we were there or not um even if we transition her we were i would always ask my husband would she ever miss us uh, because we will be transitioning her and now she says that she doesn't want to move because she is not sure how um her caregivers will be able to take care no all the typical uh, worries that anybody else would have um she is a child that we never thought that we had before and we just figured out like uh, almost a year or a, or a little more than that and if you want to follow her she is everywhere designs by siri uh, slash my name is siri uh, if you want to know more about her there's a youtube channel she has her own uh, online store you can actually see how she uh, what kind of stuff she makes and on youtube i always put her activities including her jewelry making she does lot of things you can uh, we can teach her anything and she is very patient and she loves to um uh, create different things so one of the things that we did uh, in this last year was that uh, actually make a movie a documentary about her life uh, because you know one of the things we see is that you know a lot of parents are 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 um, are concerned about their child um other people knowing about it uh, whether it is you know parents or whether it is friends you know they try to hide them um but then the more we expose them to the real world and the uh, and the real world sees them you know that is part of autism awareness right people try you know try to understand you know there is a stigma attached to it uh, it will take some time for us to get over it um but i think that is very important for other people to see your child and also for your child to see the world um you know outside of of the home uh and school of course but uh, you know as you develop that you know you you get more bolder and 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 also your child feels more normal um and uh, you know siri has this inspiring story so we we created a documentary and it's called my name is siri um you can go to mynameissiri.com and also look at the trailer and uh, and and what it is all about and the team that made it um it's an awesome team and uh, we actually had a premiere uh, this year in, and- in san francisco bay area another thing we need to remember is as uh, families uh, with autistic children we need to take them into the uh, community what we what we do is we don't want people looking at our children because we do notice that they are looking at us and we do see that whenever we go out um but when i see that i smile at those people i tell them that my daughter i introduce my daughter and i say that she is uh, autistic um she cannot speak but she understands everything and uh, she makes the jewelry she can skate i mean now we i talk about the board communication but what we need to do is we need to let people know why they are behaving the way they are behaving because she has autism that is how they would know if not yes people will look because you know of course they do behave differently or when we ask her a question her voice is so so loud that 
um, suddenly people, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, get, uh, you know, they kind of uh, suddenly look at her to see what's going on. But we need to educate people. The more we talk about it, the more we take our children out, it will become more normal. Uh, most parents, we feel uncomfortable. Actually, I, I need to give credit to my husband because he takes her everywhere he goes. Uh, but um, yeah, I think mainly your kids need to know that you're proud of them no matter what. And that's what actually gives them that confidence. Tell them that's fine. You know, you you have that uh, condition called autism and, and the way you behave, it's not because of you, because of the condition you have. And same thing with the other siblings also, we need to tell them that uh, we do all these things with the special needs child because she needs it. Um, our middle child, Vamsi, he would say when he was very young, uh, mom, I wish I had some autism. And I would ask him, why do you need autism? He would say that I love my daughter a lot more than others uh, because I spend a lot of time with her. So he would say that if he also has it, he used to say that I would spend time with him. So I would tell him that if he wants something, he comes to me, but my daughter doesn't. So I need to pay more attention. And now that they are all grown up, uh, they are very appreciative because we were very transparent from the beginning, telling them about their, their sister and what they should do and what they should not be doing to, to help her. We always tell her to treat her, to love her like a youngest sister, but then respect her as an eldest sister. So we have to keep talking about her to the uh, siblings and we need to talk about our children to the family and our friends. Instead of keeping them away from the community, we should take them in as much as possible. So one of the things that, uh, you know, by the way, if you have any uh, questions, please, uh, you know, enter in the chat in the last few minutes that we have. Um, I would be happy to answer any questions. Uh, so, you know, if, if you if you're interested in, in knowing more about the machine that that we showed you, um, uh, go to SiricaTherapeutics.com. S-I-R-I-C-A, SiricaTherapeutics.com, where we are trying to you know gather people and also run some studies to make sure that uh, you know we are designing it the way it would work and also be useful for for um, for many. Um, and uh, of course, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Yuli K. Chetipali, uh, uh, and I'm on LinkedIn. And Swati is on Facebook. Yeah, every, everything is designed by Siri. Uh, if you are wondering what the board communication is, there are two methods of it. One is spelling to communicate, and there's another one, rapid prompting method. If you look up on online, you will find Soma is the lady who actually came up with this method of communication. And uh, even if they are very young, um, take them to different practitioners. Uh, it's all on on internet. You can uh, look up I ask I IASC dot org. I think I hyphen. Um, what you need to do is always have a positive attitude. Don't uh, compare your kid with typical kids. The way I keep myself encouraged is I compare her with herself from last year. I never have any, um, you know, uh, I don't compare her with anybody else. Looks like our time is over. Yeah, thank you very much for giving us an opportunity. Thank you, Shannon, and uh, thank you, Autism Live team, for giving us this opportunity to be able to, you know, participate in this uh, podcast-a-thon. And uh, good luck to everybody that is... Uh, 
doing this and all the audience that are going through some, you know, these challenges that uh, that are, uh, you know, I would say difficult, but uh, they are uh, not impossible. Not impossible to get over. Yeah. So best wishes to everyone and. Um, Thank you for the opportunity.